0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Where the White Coats Come Off, a podcast totally dedicated to pre-PAs. We know how overwhelming the PA school application process is for you, and we want to make sure you're a competitive candidate so you can get accepted to PA school. There's so much that goes into applying to PA school, and it's so competitive. But if you hang with us, you will have the edge and the information you need to set you apart from thousands of other applicants. Before we get to today's episode, we want to tell you about our incredible Pacers membership where we do weekly PA shadowing hours, introducing you to amazing PAs and tons of different specialties that you can put on your CASPA application. Remember, your goal is 50 hours of PA shadowing, then three to four hours a month until you're accepted to PA school. This is because you need to demonstrate your dedication to the PA career to the PA schools you apply to. This goal is so easy to hit in our Pacers community. We have lots of PA shadowing recordings, plus a new PA shadowing hour every week. We also do coaching intensives to make you a stronger applicant and lots more. You can put this membership and these shadowing hours on your CASPA application, which immediately makes your app more competitive. So come join us in this amazing community, get PA shadowing hours and instantly make your app stronger. So go to the show notes right now to learn more. And now on to today's episode.
1: Today, I want to talk about six essential steps needed to create a successful PA school application and grab that seat. So buckle up and listen up. This is going to be some amazing tips in order to create that CASPA application that will get you noticed and get you that interview so you can grab that seat. So if you want to create the strongest CASPA application possible, there are a few ways to prepare. And number one is research programs. Listen, we know this is hard. There's over 300 ARC accredited PA programs currently in the United States. So it can take some time to find programs that align with your goals and that match you. So do your research now. Check out the prereqs, check out the curriculum, check out the type of rotations, the other admission requirements, the campus culture, the location, the diversity, whatever is important to you, check it out. Remember to try and find programs that value your individual strengths. This will really skyrocket your chances of getting an interview and getting accepted. They should value what you have. The second thing is you really need to focus on your prereqs. So one of the biggest regrets we hear from pre-PA students is, oh, I wish I had taken the time to ace that class the first time around. I wish I hadn't got that C or that D. I wish I didn't have to retake all these classes, right? I wish I had just done it the first time, but I didn't know I wanted to be a PA, or I was 18 and I wasn't ready. We hear all this type of thing, but there are a lot of regrets about grades. And again, you can't change those grades in the past, but if you're still in school, focus on your prereqs. Most PA programs have very specific prereq courses, and they really do vary from program to program. So we get asked all the time, do I need to take biochemistry? Well, it really depends on the program you apply to, right? So if you've done your research and you know what programs that you're going to apply to, then you know what your prereqs are. Otherwise, you don't know what you need to qualify for those PA programs. So focus on those prereqs. Figure out which ones you need. And if you do need them, then try and ace them. We don't mind a bad grade in history or something like that here and there, but it's really going to make your job a lot easier if you have good grades in your science courses because PA schools do not want to accept students if they don't think they're adequately prepared. It's not fair to the students to accept you into a program if you don't have that scientific foundation to build upon because PA school is hard. PA school starts assuming you have some basic knowledge of things like anatomy, physiology, chemistry, microbiology, etc. And if those classes weren't your best or they were taken a long time ago, you can really struggle in PA school. The third step is clinical experience. Get some kind of patient care or healthcare care experience. Again, the type of experience schools require will vary by school, but our rule is the more hands-on, the better. The more patient care you're actually performing, it's going to look better. So if you're a paramedic and you're intubating patients and you're doing central lines and giving injections and doing EKGs and defibrillating, that's going to look really, really good, right? So you want to really, really focus on jobs that can give you hands-on clinical skills that you you can learn some medical knowledge to build upon a PA school. It also shows the fact that like, hey, you already know how to give injections. You already know how to do EKGs. You already know how to uh, take vitals, et cetera. That's one less thing that we have to teach you in PA school because you're already competent at it. So whether this is volunteer work or paid work, you wanna get some clinical experience because this is really gonna help you get accepted to PA school. Again, many programs have specific number of hours. Some programs don't have any, but it's always gonna look good to have experience. The next thing, you knew we were going to say it, step four is your personal statement. You need to have a standout personal statement. This is where you personalize your application. Up until this time, remember, it's stats, it's demographic information, where you went to school, what your GPA is, what your GRE is, things that you can't really change. But your personal statement is where you come off the paper. You become a person, your motivations, your desires, your goals, your journey, All that is in your personal statement. You need to grab the reader's attention. You need to have a captivating story. You need to highlight your journey to becoming a PA in a way that the admission committee believes it. You need to provide the evidence or the background information about wanting to become a PA. Anybody can write, I wanna be a PA, but you need to show your motivations or your reasons behind that. That's gonna make a strong standout personal statement. Remember, your journey is yours alone. No one else is going to have the same journey, so, Highlight yourself, show your motivations, be vulnerable, open up, and let us know who you really are. The fifth step is consider the GRE or any other specific test you might have. So the GRE is still required by roughly half of the PA programs. Uh, The GRE is a graduate record exam and it can seem intimidating, especially if you've been out of school for a while or you're not great on standardized tests. We recommend if you're taking the GRE or even if you're taking the PA CAT, that you start early. Prepare early, study early, use resources early. You want to make sure that you ace these tests, right? You don't wanna have a bad GRE or PACAT score because then it becomes a weakness on your application. If you're taking the Casper test and that's a little bit harder to prepare for, we recommend that you really figure out how the test is administered and that way there are no surprises on test day and kind of figure out what type of questions they have, what counts, what doesn't count, how it's graded, etc. Preparing for whatever test you are taking is going to really, really help skyrocket your chances of doing well. And if you're gonna pay for a standardized test, then you want it to be a strength. You don't want it to be a weakness. And the last and final step is your letters of recommendation. Remember, your LORs are a chance for you to highlight your positive attitudes, your clinical skills, your medical knowledge, how you work well with others, your teamwork, your collaboration, and your professionalism. You really want to cultivate strong relationships with supervisors, professors, PAs, people you shadow, people you work with, people you volunteer with, etc., who can write you amazing LORs. You want strong LORs. You should not ask someone for an LOR if you do not think they are going to highly recommend you or give you a strong letter of recommendation. This is really, really important because when we come across a student with a negative letter of recommendation, you go in the no pile right? And so we want this to be a strength for you. LORs in our role should be a strength for everybody. You should choose people who can really attest to the positive aspects of your character, your hard work, your determination, your volunteer spirit, whatever it is, they should be positively and enthusiastically on your side. So these are six essential steps in order to create your strongest CASPA application. I hope this helps. Thank you for listening to another episode of Where the White Coats Come Off, and we will check you next time.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off. We are so happy to connect with you and share our passion of the PA profession. Don't forget to go to the show notes and join our Super Fun Pacers membership so you can start making your CASPA application more competitive today with virtual shadowing hours, coaching sessions with us, and so much more. Also in the show notes, we have a free download, an Excel PA school record keeper that mimics CASPA format, meaning you keep all of your shadowing hours, patient care experiences, volunteer information, awards you have received, leadership roles, and the loads of other information you need to apply to PA school in one place. So you can copy paste into CASPA when you go to apply. Get it in the show notes. Have a great day, and we will see you at the next episode. Keep up the awesome work.